Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. To hurt, or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Dell, you're on OnlyFans. Did you all see the little fella? Watch yourself. What little fella, John? He was squeezing his breasts like he was milking them. No, that's not one. That's not a milking move. It's called milking. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Yes, change the subject. (laughs) Yeah, tell us about the little guy. Good Tuesday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Frank is just a bad person. He just finds the worst things. I mean, we, we had a perfectly normal show right up until that. We were talking about milking the clock, and he turns it into something that's it's not. No, you talked in News of the Weird about a little person or someone, some man milking himself. Yeah, no, 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 that was the coach, the Oregon State coach, was milking. Remember, milked the clock. Oh, yes, he made yeah. a gesture, yes. He made a gesture that he had to apologize. Everybody's got to apologize for everything. I apologized. I made my apology, right? I I, I, I was dangerous. I was reckless. People could have died. With your Mattress Mac stuff? With my Mattress Speaking Mac Speaking of tweet. Mattress Mac, did you see what he did yesterday what? in Minnesota? What did he do yesterday in Minnesota? You didn't see that electronic billboard when he said, my wife is something along the lines of my wife is a real twin? I didn't. What? Raheel, our good buddy, sent it to us, I think. Oh, I don't ever <laughs> open up anything. Wife I'm is worried real that Raheel's going to. Mattress Mac is just becoming just a troll. Like he, just, he just wants to troll people now at this point. It was on Twitter. Maybe Raheel didn't send it to us, but it was out there. Like, there's a sign out there that's like, my wife is a, and it's in orange and blue Astro colors, an electronic sign. My wife and my wife is a real twin or something like that. And it's signed Mattress Mac. I think he put it up in Minnesota. And I think someone goes, I think Raheel quote tweeted and said, how come Mattress Firm didn't stop him from doing this? Uh, what? Because they can't. Because can't they can buy stop any him bill. from doing anything. You can't. You can't stop him. I don't open anything. Raheel sends. I'm just afraid he's gonna uh, Raheel roll us. You know that picture yeah. of him on the balcony. That's that's terrible. He's got little baby red shorts on. Mm-hmm. That's like he does that to us, and that's he's an awful person actually. Uh so here we are. In here we go. Game three, and for the first time in seven years, well, since 2015. First time since 2015, the Astros actually lost a game, one of the first two games of the ALDS. They've had two nothing leads six years. Six years they've had two nothing leads in the ALDS. So now here we go with a 1 1 and Christian Javier. And iffy Christian Javier on the mound because he has been, let's face it, he's been pretty iffy. So, uh, we we gotta we gotta hope that he is Christian Javier of old of of 2022. <clears throat> Asked who's gonna start. This was one of my questions yesterday. Game four, right? Because for sure you're playing a game four, and you could be in dire straits down two games to one, or you could have a little bit of leeway up two games to one heading into tomorrow's one o'clock. 
How, the Astros got the 1 o'clock game mm-hmm. tomorrow and then the early game on Friday, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. How, it's like the Rangers and Orioles are more important. They got a 7 o'clock window. I mean, this is ridiculous. I don't know. <clears throat> I just can't worry about that. I'm too worried about Christian Javier. This really does have a chance to be like kind of a special moment for Javier. Yeah. He, he's never pulled, he's never really officially pulled himself out of this funk. I mean, the guy ended up with a four, five, six ERA. He's never, the whip numbers aren't great. He has a hard time getting to the sixth inning at all because of his pitch count. He's never like gotten back to Christian Javier form, not officially. He's had moments where he was better, but nothing that looked like it was Christian Javier to me. This is, now, we also learned this lesson. You can't just flip a switch. From The starting pitching was an issue for much of the years, inconsistent, and Framber Valdez showed that to you the other day. So things don't magically get better in October. Um, Christian Javier, if he goes out and does what he's done most of the year, he will struggle to throw strikes. He will His pitch count will get extremely high by the third inning. He'll go maybe into the fifth and go like four innings or four and a third or four and two-thirds, five if he's had an unbelievable game. However, if he somehow <laughs> finds himself, and I don't just think that happens, generally speaking, but if he somehow finds himself, what a story that would be. If he goes to Minnesota and dominates Minnesota, what an unbelievable story that would be. Um, well, But that's a good team, and it's a really loud venue. I mean, those fans light it up now. And do they need to have a roof closed to get loud? Uh, no, they don't. No, they a, don't. No, they don't need a roof closed to get loud. Well, that's loud. what I'm saying. The argument that if the roof's open for the, for the Astros. No, I the Astros this, crowd is just not. It's, it's, a, it's, it's just a, it's just a very average it, crowd. It's a, 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 you know, it's not a good baseball crowd. It's, it's very, it's all reactive as opposed to the, the, in, in the, in the Northeast, um, for, for the most part, you know, the Philadelphia, the Minnesota, the, um, even the Yankees, they are Boston. They're proactive. Whereas we're here, we're reactive. We're like Florida. We're like the teams in Miami and, you know, that, that, that Whoa. just, and Tampa. We Whoa. sit and wait for stuff to happen. No, those people don't even go. No, no, well, no, they no, don't. No. Well, no, no, they no. insulted no. them a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. No, 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 no. I'm talking Florida about the, the ones that are there. The ones that are Old there. Oh, people from New York who roll up in yeah. the games? Yeah. So. Maury, why are we at the playoff game? I've got Canasta to play. Um, so looking at Christian Javier's, Christian Javier's postseason, what do you think his ERA is in the postseason? What do you think his stats are? Um, in the postseason? In the postseason. Oh, they're dominant. Well, he's got a 2-2. He's 4-1 with a 2-2. He's got, he started only two games in the, he's only, actually only got two starts in the Last postseason. Last year, yeah, I guess. Yeah, the, the and they They're were pretty just, good. Yeah. In the ALCS against the Yankees and in the World Series where we no hit him. And in the ALCS against the Yankees, five and a third, one hit. So base, he's had 11 and a third in games that he started, 11 and a third, he's given up one hit. He has struck out 14 and walked five. He is, these well, last year, he had he did not pitch well against the Braves in the World Series, but he he was in three games, didn't start any, but he gave up four earned runs in those three outings. So he wasn't good there. But for the most part, 
Christian Javier has been really good against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, he also gave up three home runs. But Christian Javier, for the most part, has been really, really good. He's got a two two zero in three years and a four and one record. It would not be crazy for Christian Javier to step up today. I think it would be. I think I'm fully expecting Christian Javier because Christian Javier. Why are you has, fully expecting? That? Because Christian Javier has lived for the Christian what Javier. Arm slots not is the reason why. What if he's, well, there's still, physical problems? In the last couple of outings, you saw him no, be better. One. Yeah. The other one wasn't as good. Um, I I just fully expect Christian Javier to be really, really good today. You know what? And, Dell, and I got to take it back. John is positive. I missed him. The idea that he's positive. one of the most negative, he and Jeremy Branham are at the top of the list of most negative. John just expects you just expect this magic Javier yeah. who hasn't showed yes, up I all do. year I fully long. Expect it. You didn't see it. I would love it. It would be a great it would be a great uh storyline if if that Christian Javier and in my heart I feel like I think with all Astros fans, we just kind of expect it to show up mm-hmm. just because we're, you know, spoiled. So we just expect that Javier. That'll be great. It's just, you know, when he's got three walks through the first three innings and he's he's got one you know, 32 pitch inning and stuff like that. It's just going to be, it's going to really hurt the Astros. Uh, he's going to have to probably work out of problems. He's going to have to get some swing and misses, which is going to be a little bit tougher, I think. Um, unless he's willing to, he's going to have to be willing to challenge. Yeah. This Javier just seems to bite and nibble, or he just has no control at all. At some point, he's going to have to challenge and try to get guys out with, with good stuff, but he gives up a lot of home runs too. So I don't know, man, I'm, I'm really, I'm really concerned about this start, but I'm also hopeful that some, the magic Javier shows up. And if he does, that's, that's great. But I think the offense is going to have to be ready to, to. So his last start, he was, he went six innings, gave up three hits, no earned runs. He was good there. Four strikeouts and two walks, which isn't really him. The time before you remember he had, shaky defense behind him. I thought all of the runs should have been unearned. He had three earned runs in a four-run outing, but he struck out six and walked three. Again, a lot of pitches, 91 pitches and four and two-thirds. The time before, five innings, he gave up three hits, 11 strikeouts. Yeah, that was the really high. That's the only time this year he had this monster. Yeah. No, there's two. So two two of his last three starts, he's been good. What are his walk totals? His, he only gave up two that time, three uh, time before, or the next time, and two. So in his last three starts, he's had 21 strikeouts and seven walks. In, he, in that one quality start, that last one. Uh, one quality yeah. start. Yeah, you know what? He's He throws so many pitches. We've got to see him be a lot more economical, a lot more well, economical that's not than happen- he's been. That hasn't happened all year long. So who's second pitcher going to be? Is it going to be Urquidy? From, is it going to be Arkady or France or no. Hunter Brown? So, so here's Wait, who's Dusty. the fourth pitch? So here's the, here's Dusty yesterday talking about who game four who's going who's going to start in game four? Uh, no, not yet. And some of it might depend on you know tomorrow's game, you know how it goes, and uh, so we're kind of still wrestling with uh, between a couple guys. So Hunter Brown pitched the ninth inning the other day. Mm-hmm. So I would think I don't know. Do you, do you start him after he pitched the ninth inning? No, it'd be Arkady on Sunday night. Arkady, right? No, 
it'll more than likely be you think, France. You think France over Kitty? I think. Well, I think that's the decision because Those since the, the All Star break, do you know what Hunter Brown's ERA is since the All Star break? So there's no chance it's Justin. <clears throat> no, Justin. No, he said no. Yeah, he said no. He said Justin is, yeah, you know, you don't start him on three days rest, stuff, yeah. he's too old, you don't want to hurt him, all those things, which was which was really smart. Not going to be Justin. You might be in a must-win situation. Who do you trust more, Urquidy or France? Urquidy. Oh, I've seen it. I've never seen anything with France in the postseason. Right. Plus, he's pitched more innings than he ever has. You know what Hunter Brown's ERA from since the All-Star break is? Well, it's an atrocity. Six, five, seven. Yeah. Uh, and that's, yet, that's the rookie that you were counting on to be your next Justin Verlander. I mean, now, there's no reason that he can't turn it around because he's got the talent to do so. Bad year. I think it will yeah. be. Listen, I don't know that every every coach makes it out unscathed. Even if Dusty leaves, I think it's really, I think there will be some that stick around. And I, think, I do think the pitching coaches are going to stay because uh, obviously they wanted Miller is one of the reasons why they kind of pushed, you know, uh, kind of pushed uh, uh, Strom out. But I don't know that it's a guarantee. And look that, what Strom is doing. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap! I know. I don't know if it's Citron. I don't know if Citron. Uh, I don't know if he and I don't. I, I I just don't know how this this thing shakes out when it's all said and done. Because I do think Dusty's probably gone one way or another is going to be my guess because Dana Brown, it's just some of the comments makes me believe that the front office is just not happy with some of what he's done. Um, and so regardless, whatever happens in the offseason, we'll, we'll see. But I know that the pitching coaches have got to get it together and figure out what's going on with the two young stars. I mean, these guys need – these guys are one and two on a staff in the future. That's how they're viewed. Frankly, Christian Javier was paid early. Like, Christian Javier has one stuff. Hunter Brown has one stuff. When they're right, but not this year they haven't. Nope. All right, let's break it here. Andy, you'll be first up. Anybody wants to talk about this game or anything else, you're more than welcome. We've got all kinds of text and stuff to talk. We've got to talk about what happened last night in Major League Baseball. Holy crap, what is going on? It is. The world it, is upside it, down, a, and I don't want to be part of it with the Astros. No, no, the whole world is upside down. But you got to talk about John Das, but if your world is upside down. Yeah, John told me he listened to the whole show yesterday. He heard Roger Clemens. John is sponsoring... Roger Clemens appearances here the day after the postseason. So we're hoping this thing goes long just like last year because Roger Clemens was with us all the way through a series championship. And uh, it was great to get that breakdown from him. John is constantly involved in different sporting things, whether it's youth, whether it's uh, high school uh, athletics or NIL deals with different college players. He gives back. But John also gives back to people who have been wrongly injured by giving them the very best effort. And the very, he's a workaholic now, okay? He expects you to put the – he expects his lawyers to put the time in and do everything necessary to get the, the results he's looking for. And, and that's what you want on your side. You want somebody who will never be outworked. John Daspit will never be outworked. His staff will never be outworked. If they get to trial, it is going to be a W in almost every case because he's that good. And most of the cases, a lot of them go to settlements because John Daspit gets as much information as he needs and has a great formula to get you the the uh, 
payouts that you deserve and that you have coming to you. Make sure that if you're ever injured in an accident, whether it's at the workplace, in the, in the water, uh, out on the roadways, it really doesn't matter where, John Daspit is going to work for you to get you the settlement, to take care of all those bills, all that time missed from work, physical therapy, everything that goes into it, including your uh, – uh, you know, including your your pain and suffering, and if there's ever loss of life in a family, you know he's the guy to step up and help you on that front as well. It's John Daspit, the Daspit Law Firm, seven one three. Call now. That's seven one three. Call now. ESPN ninety seven five on Twitch. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you want to get in, 713-780-3776. Andy's been waiting to talk on the radio, so let's get him in here to talk about his Astros. Hey, Andy. Uh, I'm not going to beat the horse about Diaz and McCormick not playing. I'm going to talk about pitching. What do you think... If you, what do you think is, as far as starts this year with a worse than a five ERA? What do you think Javier's percentage is of his starts that are worse than a five ERA? I mean, probably more than half of them, based on his ERA being a four five. It's going to be it'll be over that. I went to I went to a five range. At, I, I started with a five, and he's got forty five percent of his starts. Or worse than a five ERA. You know what JT France percentage is? Oh, way yeah. lower. Yeah, three three eight. Twenty percent. He's your best pitcher. Twenty yeah. percent. He's also pitched. JT France needs to be. Go ahead. He's also pitched more than he's ever pitched before in his life. He's never been in this situation before. He's never pitched in a postseason game. We know what Christian Javier is in the postseason. Now France looks like a guy. Now France has shown good poison. By your by your um, uh, your theory here, Carlos Correa should not have played the other night because he was horrible. He he was a two twenty hitter during the regular season. But you know what he does in the postseason? He steps up. And you know what Christian Javier has done for this team? He stepped up. Yeah, but Christian Javier's been. Terrible. But what kind of year did he have, John? Those so was Carlos Correa. It was terrible. Yeah, but I'm not comparing Carlos Correa. Well, no, Carlos no, no, no. Correa's okay, and it's the position. same with Yuli last year in the postseason. Well, you're not supposed to play him. Remember, we got that. You're not supposed to play <clears> him. <throat> right, but he's what awful. were the options? Mancini? Well, but, but, Do you consider France Mancini? I don't consider France Mancini. I think France should start game four. But Christian Javier should start game three. Period. Period. Based on... Based on his last only, few only outings, the history. and oh, by the way, so you're thinking like you Dusty. His- well, now you're thinking like Dusty too, though a little bit. You're you're saying this is what this guy's done for me in the past, just like, like Maldonado Yuli last year. I know Yuli right. Maldonado, and well, not so much Maldonado. Yeah, but- Maldonado had a good. Po- he had some big hits last year in the postseason. Did he? I yeah, I don't remember them. I don't remember them. Yes, he did. Really? He had some big hits for him? Yeah, Maldonado had some big hits in Ooh. big situations. Maldonado is the guy. Like, we can't just say it's okay for – it's not okay for Dusty to do this, but it is. That's the well, same. Well, no, you got to look at the guy, too. It's not It's not just – got to look at the guy. You look in their well, eyes. By the way, you've got two games here. So what's the difference if you start Javier tomorrow or you start Javier today? you got to start Javier in one of these, and you got to start France in the other one. So, you know what? Get Javier out there who you know has done it and, and, and been there and done it. I'm, let's take a look real quick. And have you seen – by the way, 
JP France has struggled a little bit more. JP, lately. yeah, JP. I mean, France the problem is he's hit a JP has hit a wall here lately, which makes you believe that maybe the innings pitch caught up with them. JP France has a three eight three ERA for the for the season for the season, but which is you, much better. If you look at him in September, though. right. His last outing, five innings, three runs, two earned. Four and a third before that, five runs. Six and one, five and five. He's trending badly. He's trending badly. Five and two-thirds, two. Two and a third, ten. Yeah. I mean, he, he has no, not. He looks he's like really, a guy. It, the, the season has caught up with him. Now, he's had a nice rest here. A long rest because he didn't make his last start of the season. Or Keaty came in and did a nice job in that one on that Saturday. But. To say that J.P. JP France should get this start right now, not the way that he's trending. He's better. He has been better all season long. But again, Christian Javier has been here and done this. We know, and by the way, he's going to be on the road in a high-pressure situation. I I believe in J.P. France, but I believe J.P. France should be tomorrow. Uh, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it. I don't think you have any choices. You've got Hunter Brown's terrible this year. Christian Javier has been well below average and has been a disappointment, but at least has, at least his last start was a good one, and he has an 11th strikeout start within his last three. You have J.P. France, who's been the better of all those pitchers. J.P. France, frankly, has been one of your two best pitchers all year, but appears to have maybe hit a wall with his innings pitched because he's a rookie. And then you have Urquidy, who hasn't really pitched much, but... You just kind of feel like when the when going gets tougher, Keedy's got steel werewolves. I mean, I could, I, I could see, I could see her Keedy tomorrow. I could see her Keedy tomorrow. No. I, I could see her Keedy over France. Honestly, I think you could make a point for our. I know if France was supposed to pitch and his wife was dehydrated and her Keedy stepped in, but her Keedy did a great job. Six and Dusty no said runs. He looked into his eyes uh, and he let him keep going. I think it's going to be too. I, I think he believes, in, is, he believes in veterans. Yeah, I, and I would go with her Keedy personally. I just think France has hit a wall. Now, one of the things that you're going to hear a lot but about. Somebody's pitching today for Javier. Like, okay. somebody somebody is pitching unless it's. It could be Maton. You could go Maton, Montero, uh, Nariz. You could go that whole crew, although you have two games. So, you know, if you lose, you're in, if you lose, you're in a tough spot. Uh, I don't but think you're going to use you, You're not going to eat up all those, those opener, bullpen guys. Yeah. So, I, yeah. my guess is I think that you are going to go to one of those pitchers. Yes. I think I think Hunter Brown. Oh, I think Hunter Brown's out of the equation. Well, because he pitched one inning. Because yes, because you, well, you can't trust him. He's got a six five seven in the second. I inning. understand, but if Javier does one of his four inning jobs, you're going to have to have somebody bridge. It's not going to be Maton because you'll burn I, too. I, ma- you'll well, burn up too many relievers. Yeah, I think Urquidy might be the bridge. Maybe France. We'll see. Well, you know what? You're going to find out today because Javier usually throws too many pitches. He's not going to be able to last. Right. Or if he gets in any trouble early, I could see him in the second inning going out and getting, okay, that's enough. That's enough because we can't. The important thing for this game is getting out in front. I love what, how about what Jeffers said about, I love this. Ryan Jeffers, their catcher, said this. Something that Pablo, Pablo, Pablo Lopez did really well Sunday against Jordan was attack him. I don't think we shied away. When you get passive when you're making pitches, you usually make mistakes. You leave something over the middle. So being able to attack on the edges and attack to a plan, we did a really good job of that. I love that. We're better off attacking Jordan as opposed to not giving him anything to hit. If they feel like, if Sonny Gray today 
feels like I got to go after Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it may also be the way they pitch. Instead of trying to be throw passive change-ups, you know, the fastball high is a problem for him. It's a, it's a problem, but it's not like Jordan ain't, ain't crushed a lot of fastballs. He has, but typically not the high fastball. Go ahead and miss fastball. it a little bit. Go now, ahead and miss a little bit. Yeah, that's what you don't want to do. You'd rather miss up in the zone. If you look at his uh, heat map, it's it's not good. High and inside is really bad for him. Yeah. So if you're going to miss, that's where you got to miss. No, no, him. no, but it, go ahead and make a mistake with your fastball. Go ahead. Challenge him. But I I've love seen that. people challenge him, and he's and he's had bad series when he's been challenged, too. Yeah. Bad entire oh, no, no, World but Series. This is not one of those. He's got three homers already. But listen, we know Jordan gets hot and cold. We've seen but it. Once he had his home runs on, two of them have been on changeups. I think that's a passive attack. I think you have to throw, I think you have to go fastball up in his own. Like to me, nibbling with changeups low, he crushes those. Yeah. He owns the lower part of the zone. And he owns lefties and he owns changeups. No, I just like his home I, runs for changeups. Well, I but listen, if Carlos was managing this team, Carlos told them, "Do not let Jordan be." This is in well, the, the Texans lost, but I, I cannot blame, I cannot fault uh, D'Amico for Sunday because they did exactly what they said they were going to do. They were going to shut down the run. They were the sixth worst ever team in NFL history against the run last year. You know what they said they were going to do? We're not going to let Bijan beat us. We're just not. So you know what we're going to sell out to? And then Desmond Ritter had a career game. You know what, though? You made your choice. And the Twins, go ahead, make the choice that you're going to challenge Jordan as opposed to letting Tucker and Jose Abreu, if I'm, if I'm them, I would much rather. Wouldn't you rather pitch to? And even Tucker right now is not. Is, doesn't look good. Abreu looks atrocious right now at the plate. He looks mm-hmm. terrible at the yeah. plate. Let those guys beat you. Let those guys beat. Do not give Jordan why anything you close to, to him. Why are you painting a blueprint for the Twins? Well, that, no, but I love that they said mm, uh, we're going to challenge. We we we're better when we go after Jordan. Well, I think Thank it, you. it depends on when they're if there's men on base and things like that. I just. Uh, I think they'll. I think they'll be smart with it. If Jordan, the problem is, if Jordan's on a heater, he's on a heater. Yep. There's nothing you can do. And then when he's cold, it's like he can't get out of it. It just depends on what Jordan. You got red high Jordan right now. Yep. If you may, if you miss for the pitch, he's going to drive it. And by the way, he was Player of the Month in September. So it's not like he hasn't been on a bit of a roll. Yep. No. 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 He's good. No. 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 We'll hear from Dusty. So a big thing about tomorrow's game, or today's game rather, is um, shadows. Shadows was a big topic of conversation Under. that we will talk about uh, on the other Shadows side. Shadows is a heckler for hitters. But uh, first, we're going to talk about TGS Insurance. Yeah, TGS Insurance are uh, – so I, I've spoken for them for years, and then they, they stopped doing some uh, advertisements for a few months because the problem was the elevation in uh, homeowner's insurance, it was just crazy across the board. The homeowner's insurance continued to go up nationally – and now TGS is back in a place where they're able to save people big money. Uh, a lot of a lot of their underwriters. Remember now, they carry a ton of underwriters that they that they shop. And so when they shop these underwriters, they are able to literally, you know, uh, comparative price for you within fifteen seconds. A, a an insurance company that is going to give you the uh, coverage that you need. They're not going to sacrifice coverage, but they're going to find it at a more competitive rate. You want people competing for your business, and that's what they're able to do. TGS Insurance allows you to to basically just text them 
the word money to 232323. You're going to end up giving them your address, and within 15 seconds back, you're going to have a firm quote on your homeowner's insurance. Compare it right away to what you're paying right now and find out how much they can save you. Savings of three to five hundred dollars for this for the year is not that unusual, but they get into the thousands as well. So you must check this out before you just continue to pay too much for homeowners insurance. Text the word money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. That's TGS Insurance. ESPN ninety seven five dot com fighter. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So, Yiner gets to start today at DH. Brantley will be back in there for games four and five. But Brantley out. Jordan in left. Yiner as the DH. And who's in center? In center, it's going to be Chez. So, all y'all's. Narratives are in shambles now. Chaz has played every game, started every game of the series. Yeah. Acting like Chaz well, was going like to play. He did every, he, as a matter of fact, he played sparingly in center during the regular season, so there was cause for concern. But but Dusty has reached right. his – Dusty has you come to his senses, and he has played Chaz McCormick in center. Playoffs. Dusty's ready. Yeah, Dusty's ready for the playoffs. He's doing – now, Yiner, as opposed to Yiner being behind the plate, because, you know, Yiner's done a nice job with Javier, as a matter of fact. But he likes Maldonado, and Maldonado's going to catch. Maldonado's his guy. Maldonado did a great job with him last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we want well, last no, year's ha, uh, uh, Javier Vasquez actually caught the no hitter well, in Philadelphia. That one, but but most of the starts were caught by Maldonado last year. Yeah, yes, yeah. Well, most including of the, starts. the the and, and it wasn't Vasquez in New York. It was, uh, Maldonado no, it was Maldonado when he was when he was balling out. So yeah. if we want old Javier, we should exp- you know you probably want to stick with the guy that knows him the best. Yeah, I, and well, the future manager of the Houston Astros. Yeah, I mean, Martin Maldonado. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I I, I see a lot of I see I see differing opinions by managers. Some of them are just going. We got to get our best offensive team out there. Minnesota is doing that with Ryan Jeffers. Got eight. They've got a thirty million dollar guy in Javier. Come on in, now, in, we got eight good hitters. Everyone talks about this lineup is like there's no weakness. There's no. There is one. This is, yeah, but that's a whole yeah. big deal. Usually, you have like four, right? Three to four. No, no, a lot no, of times, this is one. eight good but hitters. Seems to come up. At the, I know, but you have eight good hitters. Then put them up in the seven hole. No, let's move them up there. No, don't put them okay. up in the seven hole to get them more at bats. No, put them, leave them where he is. He, he, he's terrible there. Leave him there. Um, so so there is that. Now, we talked about this, The Shadows. What's the show that you watch with the vampires? Oh, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, we're going to find out. That's what this game is about, What We Do in the Shadows. Well, it's usually good for unders. It, uh, it's harder on hitters for the first, like, five innings there to hit. Well, it depends on when the shadows creep in. This is a 3 o'clock game. Yeah, so. the shadows won't creep in actually until later in the game. Well, no, it's starting to get dark. It, it depends on how how this. It'll probably be around the fourth or fourth inning or so, fourth or fifth inning. So we'll we'll find out though, and we'll see tonight. So Dusty, what if there's no Dusty sun? addressed this ad nauseum? Let's start with number three, Dell. Here is the challenge of potentially playing in the shadows. You know the shadows. You know you really can usually pick up the breaker ball. You know from experience. You know, the sun doesn't help and the lights don't help and, and you can't see the dot on the breaking ball to determine between the breaking ball and the fastball. And, uh, 
that's where the major difference comes in, the speed differential, you know, and, uh, and it's a tough on the hitter. It's tough on the umpire. And, uh, you know, it's probably not goes to most pitchers, you know, in the shadows. So, um, and I'm just hoping that there's no win because that adds another factor in there that's tough to deal with. Okay. Then he went on to talk more and about how he doesn't like Minneapolis. Is this because he doesn't like Minneapolis because it's too far north? Or I think Minneapolis is north, and Dusty doesn't like that. I ain't like that dirty-ass, trash-ass city. No, that's not whoa, it. Minneapolis whoa. is not a dirty-ass, trash-ass city. What's, that's okay, a quote. He I just heard that. a quote. He just, he's talking about how far north. We're we, way north of the equator. That was, sounded like a quote. I mean, as he walked off, someone kept their mic on. It was off the record, but someone it grabbed it. was not it. him off the record. Here is Dusty. More, more ranting about the shadows. I mean, nobody can see, and um, you know, I just hope nobody, you know, gets gets plunked. Nobody gets hit in the situation. Is you don't have much time to get out of the way of things, uh, especially if you don't see. So uh, I'm just hoping that you know we play a good, clean game, which I anticipate. But the shadows are a factor, and they're always a factor, especially when you're playing fall baseball because. You know, the sun's setting lower and it's setting earlier, and we're way north. I mean, we're not as far north as, as Seattle, I don't think, or Canada or Alaska, but we're north. Well, actually, Minnesota is far farther north in some parts of Canada. Came out just nobody can see. That was a definitive statement. Yeah, no, 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 and and you know what? That is dangerous. I mean, if you can't see the ball coming and you're and you get plunked, and by the way, they do buzz. They've been buzzing Jordan a couple of times, uh, and that that's because they got to pitch him inside. But that's dangerous. It really is. Um, we should probably just cancel that game. We maybe move it to Florida or something because it's cold up there. Can we move the game to noon? Well, tomorrow's one. No, today. Well, no, we should. Three o'clock's a bad time. Three o'clock's a bad time. Uh, so we got that. But tomorrow. So are people going to wear like black dark glasses because they can't see? Or is it just. or is Like Stevie Wonder? Yeah. What is he, he said no, people not- can't see. So does that particular time of day render you blind? I want you to. Go, <laughs> what I want like. you to go up there with the shadows. Uh, no. Okay. This is actually. And see how. At a, with a 99 mile an hour pitch coming at what you. Was that movie where. where uh, Speed was wearing a uh, no. What's the movie with the oh, what's her name Sandra Bullock where she's wearing a thing around her and because if you see then you can get killed. Oh, the oh, bird. bird uh, spot. What was it called? Uh, Something spot. Right. Netflix. Bird movie. cage. No, not bird cage. Blind, blind spot. Bo- blind. Blind box. Is that what it's called? Is bird it, box. Was it? Is it's it the, bird? someone with the bird. Is it bird box? What no. killed them? What was the deal again? If you made, they didn't get If you, their if you eyes looked at out. them, you died. Yeah, bird box. Yeah. If you just looked, looked at, them. at them. But nobody That's pecked why your she eyes had to have out. The, bl- the blindfold on. Right? Huh? Nobody pecked your eyes out or anything no. like that. No, what happens is if you look at it, it takes the form of your worst fears and kills you. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a, uh, If you missed it, you probably did. Bird box Barcelona came out. They oh, did, okay. They did one based in Europe. So Your it's, people, Lance. it's so far north. My people. It's so far north. Here's a picture. What time is that? Brian McTaggart, 24 hours from first pitch, and the shadows have already passed the mound. <clears throat> it's already passed the mound at 3 well, o'clock. Christian Javier make his way to the mound with the wait, walking Wait, wait, that stick? was yesterday? Yesterday. 
Oh, then we're going to be fine. Yeah, well, yeah. So Dusty is... Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. Which way? No, the shadows are coming from that way. They should be fine then. No, look. Yeah. I mean, it's already well past the mound. Okay. So you're good. We're so good. will Chris and Javier need a guide dog to get out to the mound? <laughs> so Yiner... You basically can't see. <laughs> Yiner no, no starts... See. At, he said no one can see. <laughs> Yiner starts at DH and Brantley on the bench. And it's the cause of consternation for... Here's the deal. Cause is, of consternation for who? <clears throat> for a lot of people because... Why? You want to put your best... If I know, you, your, be, your best you is named Yanner Diaz. Lineup, best lineup out there. Yanner Diaz is the best. Yanner Diaz. 23 is home runs. Well, now, Yanner's kind of fallen. I mean, listen, and Yanner has not hit in a while. It's been a while since Yanner's... In Yanner, we trust is what everyone said he's, all he's year. Had an, he's had an at-bat. Y'all over can't the last... be yelling for Yanner the whole season, and then when Dusty puts him in, no. you're like, I don't want Yanner in. That's not it. We're not doing that. I'm nervous for Yiner, and I want Yiner. Every time I saw Yiner up, I was like, get, get a hit here, get a hit here. And it was kind of a spiteful thing. I wanted to spite Dusty. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at least you finally admitted right. that you're a hater. No, I'm not a hater. You ain't got no I, haters. You ain't popping. You ain't, hey, Dusty's popping. I wanted to he got spite haters. Dusty. Yeah, is biblical. Right. So, but, but I wanted to smite what and can, spite honestly, him. What can we honestly expect out of Yiner when he's hit? He's had one at bat in three weeks. Home run. I expect home run. That's what you expect. Though. Yeah. Okay. I expect a home run. I expect him to. I got I, used I to seeing him. And what on, I expect him to do, what I expect them to throw, what Sonny Gray to throw him. Sliders. A lot of sliders low and Good. away. I expect him to take one the other way for a home run. Dude. Dude does not take a pitch. He's swinging. That's yeah, what Yiner's it's two, doing. Two strikes, it's a problem, so you got to get him early in the count. No. They I'd throw, rather have You know him. what they do for now? They throw it early in the count, too. doesn't matter. Do we want him in the lineup or not? Absolutely. All I know is everyone says we got to have Yiner and Chaz in the lineup, and he's putting both of them in there. Now we worried? No. No. We're fine. We, want we got Uncle the Mike best in there lineup too. in. We want it all. We got the best lineup in. No, we don't. No, yeah, we, we do. don't have the best lineup. What's in. the best lineup? The best lineup includes is no. Maldonado the DC, the designated catcher. You no. just have to deal That's with that. That's a position. No, now? you don't. No, yes. you don't. No, you designated don't. Any catcher. other manager would be playing. Yes. Any other manager. This undying love, and we've Vasquez couldn't even. We have get... seen managers or coaches have undying love for a player. I've never seen anything like Maldonado. For the production that he gives you. And you're going to die on that hill with Maldonado. D- Dusty, I've never seen an undying love like this. Okay. Oh, for a coach? Yeah. I was going to say Maury and when James, James Harden. Was James a, Harden, but that's not a was coach. Was MVP. That's not a coach. It doesn't matter. He was a GM. Even that, you can't even compare it. James Harden was an MVP. But baseball IQ MVP is what? <laughs> what about baseball IQ MVP? What about pass ball champion? What about, the, what about oh, pass oh, ball champion? He's a pass ball champion. Lan- yeah. uh, John, I got one that might hit really too close to home. What about the Missouri State head coach and that long-haired oh. quarterback? <laughs> There's the only other one. <laughs> Steckle. terrible. Steckle and hairball. <laughs> hairball. That's what we, we called him. him. I didn't know his name. Um Anyway, yeah, that was that was bad. That was ridiculous. And he had I do feel four like we interceptions could, at the half. I do feel I like we could find there. a quarterback. Hey, I believe in, in a, you. Keep playing. I feel like we could find a quarterback and a head coach combination. That's the closest. That's the closest, or maybe a close. Bill, uh, okay, Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. No, 
No, he's oh, benched well, him he several still times. started him last yeah, week. Yeah, but he keeps benching him like that. That guy's. De- you know what? He knows Mac Jones gives him his best chance for Caleb Williams. That's the irony right uh, now. You know that is. That is. We'll we start got, a little bit, and then we'll bring in the backup. It's not going to matter. There's some sound of fans going off. Chowd's going off on Bill Belichick. We'll get, we'll get to a little bit later this in the show. This may be it for Bill. This may be it. This may be it for Bill. It's going to be sad that he goes out like this in a way, but also it's kind of, he kind of came in this way. Yep. All right, let's talk about uh, do you – okay, if you were playing underdog this week, would you take Mac Jones? <laughs> no, I you would wouldn't? not. I would not draft Mac Jones. That's something I would not do. I would choose not to do that. On Underdog Fantasy. See, this is the great thing about Underdog Fantasy. You've got Daily Fantasy. I'm going to tell you about the things Underdog has going on, but you've got Daily Fantasy. You've got Season Long Fantasy. But the great thing about Underdog is that they also have their Pick'em Challenge. And what the Pick'em Challenge does, and this is really cool, is they allow you to um, basically pick two to five players. You look at the statistics that they have listed, and you say, oh, no, I think it's going to go higher than that, or I think it's going to go lower. Now, I'll let you know, they have baseball as well. So if you want to tie some of your baseball stuff in with your football stuff, they can absolutely do that. You just want to go with just pure baseball today, you can do that as well. If you pick five correctly on the high and low and you get that right, that is going to pay you 20 times your original play. But wait, there's more. They also have uh, their little um, – the uh, the the – the secret, uh, the secret challenges. So the secret highs and lows as well, where you have a number in there on the pick and it's in the lobby and you can go higher or lower. In a lot of cases, it's like an easy win. It's an easy win, right? And in some cases it's a legitimate number that you have to go higher or lower, but it pays even more if you're able to hit all of your picks. So this is a great opportunity for you. And it just got better when you make your first deposit. If you use the promo code Lance, they will match up to $500 of your first deposit. They will match up to $500 of your first deposit. That's when you use promo code Lance. Make sure that you are 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Conservative play. Call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, 947 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. 713-780-3776 is the number. some calls in here. I want to hear from college football fans. I want to hear from, from Texans fans. I want to hear from Astros fans. This is a big a big game like this is you know you you haven't lost you had won your first you basically taking care of i mean this is the first time you've lost inside the first two games of an alds in in years when is the last time they 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 lost again they've been two and oh to start off an ALDS. six years this is yeah. the first time and this is the first years. time you've you've faced um <clears throat> no. a little bit of adversity and uh well you face them with the twins you faced adversity but you still won Mm-hmm. And your second game, obviously. No, no, no. The third game was the mega game. The third game was the mega game against the Twins. I mean, against the Mariners last year. Uh, that was the 18 in a game, yeah. 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 So this is, uh, I want to hear from some Astros fans as well and get your thoughts. What on about Gilbert? He's on the Whatever's line. going on. Well, Gilbert's a fan of all sports except basketball. He's not a fan of the Rockets. Why doesn't he like basketball? Doubt? Can you ask him? 
Can you figure that one out? Yeah, well, he's no. just not a basketball You don't fan. like when I ask him questions, so I think I'm going to take this call off because you guys, oh, what a terrible yeah, you person you should is. take it off. He's just never been a basketball fan. Except- but if, if there's something I f- find worthwhile, I'll ask, but you're not going to prompt me. I'm not your puppet. No, I just want to. I just want to. Just a basic call. I'm just asking a question. What does Gilbert want to talk That's what about? I, you want to do, now, do the interrogation? I need to say this right now while Gilbert's listening. There are no hats. Nobody has hats. Yeah. Nobody has purchased you anything. No, we don't what have about anything. Pictures? I so can't. No pictures. If you need to hang there's up right no, now, you can. But we'll tell you there's they're no right, hats. There's no pictures. Just sports. Just good hardcore sports. Yeah. Talk. What do you think about about the Astros, Gilbert? Let's bring Gilbert in here. And let's see what the what Gilbert thinks about. The hat comes up here. Let's see. Hey, Gilbert. Oh, I bet nothing coming up except maybe some. We did have him on hold for a little. We did have him on hold for a little while. He did, and you know it's normal if you're on hold for any amount of time that you should fall right asleep. All right, all right. Well, Robert wants to talk about Bill Belichick, so we can get to Robert. Uh, Bill Belichick, back to back, John, his worst loss of his career, uh, blowout of his career, followed by. The worst loss of his career? I mean, I don't know. Which one's worse? They're, it's his worst home loss of his career. Yeah. I mean, they're both nothing. absolutely terrible. That was terrible. just awful Sunday. They're awful. both absolutely And that's the terrible. team we get that dominated him. Right? So that's that's scary, too. Let's get Robert in here. Hey, Robert. Hey, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I heard y'all talking about Bill Belichick this morning, but it's not his fault, man. It's not his fault. It's Bill O'Brien. He's a kiss of death. That guy should not be in the league anymore. That guy should be at home. That's it. <laughs> well, think about this. Bill, O'Bri- Bill O'Brien goes back there and is part of the worst. Like, mm-hmm. they couldn't wait to get rid of him. At, and, is it on him? Is it? Well, I mean, he's the feel OC. like it's on him. I just laughed when that, when he got hired and people thought, oh, we've He'll got a real OC. We're going to. He's going to save Mac Jones. Yeah, no one's that's saving true. Mac Jones. No, that was said. No, no, but but listen, Bill Belichick did him no favors. I, I kind of a Robert Griffin the third went on a rant about Bill Belichick the other day, and he's kind uh, of right. RG3. When you give him defensive coordinator as your offensive oh, coordinator last year, you. I mean, the guys, you've got I have a be, hard time taking RG three seriously uh, these days. I do too. Did he but, put Bill Belichick on a cross too? Yeah. <laughs> like he no, right now, Bill Belichick he is did being not crucified put, like Christ. Like, no, what? What are no, we doing he here, put, RG3? He didn't put Bill Belichick. No, not this home. week, but he put somebody else. He did put he put Jane Daniels on it. Was he? Okay. Seriously, did he ever apologize? <laughs> no, he just kept no. keeping on. He never even was asked to apologize? No. That's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, the double standards are just unbelievable. He should have absolutely had to put something on notes. Who would he have apologized to? Apologize for an insensitive for insensitive word choice or something like that. It could have been a very basic one. It didn't have to be. I'm not, you know, personally, I'm, I'm not somebody who thinks that there should be a ton of apologies. But if that's the world we live in, then make him live in that world too, where he has to apologize. Look, it's very, it's a poor choice of words. I didn't mean to offend anybody. Why do you think he didn't have to? What's that? Why do you think he didn't have to? Why do I think he didn't have to? Yeah, I don't. I guess because if you do Christians, it's not a big deal. <laughs> You, th- you, think- if you really want to if you really want to know i just i don't know uh, that seems like one where you talked to you you compared something to a crucifix or crucifixion that's a poor choice of words in it's, any it's odd certainly it was I- a it was an odd commentary during a game 
It didn't fit. It had no place. It's it weird. Didn't fit. It was it weird. No and he should have just said, look, there's a poor yeah, choice I, of words and it moved on. I don't know that I was I'm offended not by it. I was job I, or anything I, like that. It was just That's odd. Cool. I was, like, I was more, yeah, I was more taken aback, not offended by it, but I was like, what? What are you talking How about? How stupid is this? Yeah. No, well, I was offended by his stupidity, if you want to know the too, truth. You offend me because you're dumb. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's it right. seemed like he was almost he's working trying, on he, that. It's listen, like he was At the end of the that. game, he said some stuff that I was like, oh, he, you're trying way too hard, bro. And, but you know what? That's ESPN today. The stuff that they're doing, dancing. And oh, there's pancakes over, right now. Pancakes and, and all of this. They are overacting. This, there's a word called emoting. And yes. they are over-emoting. See, he all... just threw a pancake at the screen. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it's... Watch this. Is that Dominique Foxworth? Yes. Dominique so you've got Foxworth. P.K. Talking hockey. It's P.K. Subban, who's actually a hockey player. Yeah. Just Saturday, who's a former head coach. And you got... Uh, former head coach. That's, yeah. That's hilarious. Coach. It's true. And then you've got Foxworth talking about hockey, throwing pancakes. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're trying a lot they're of trying stuff right way now. Too, ESPN's trying way well, too Well, the problem hard. is, who do they ha- who would they have to talk hockey? Uh, no, well, that's what they <laughs> Barry Melrose. Oh, Barry can't do everything. Yeah. Hey, Stephen A., you want to talk about the Panthers versus the Bruins? <laughs> so we're not going to get... They have no one left in... They have no one left in on staff to talk hockey. I, not that I'd listen anyway. So they got to get... PK, PK was a former player. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um... Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. If that man you would was like. thick. Did he play that thick? No, he was. No, he's he's gotten a little thicker. He's uh he was a good player though. PK was a good player. I know, but look how thick he looked. Like I thought at first when I thought saw him, I'm like, is that Lavar Arrington or who is that? Well, he was not a small player, but no, he no, couldn't but, have been. Look uh, at former. You, that former, is a big dude. Former boyfriend of Lindsey Vaughn, I believe. Oh, he is? Yes, I believe they dated for a while. Uh, Shout out then. Well, is he thicker than Tiger was? A little bit, but Tiger was, you know. Tiger was maybe on some stuff? I, you said it. I said maybe. I didn't say anything like that. I said maybe on Tiger, some stuff. Tiger, I was going to say something. John will put everybody on steroids other than, other than Tiger. You're not no, afraid I, to put people on juice. I put Tiger on, put all tiger the time. on juice all the time. I put Tiger I on what? I put it on multiple you said, times. You said you well, just I said it. I didn't say it this time. Oh. I, I didn't say it this I time. I didn't say it either. I asked a question. You did. No. I, I asked the question. Okay, you nah, kind of no, Tiger, Tiger was one of the first athletes I remember hearing about PRP, the the uh, which is totally legal. PRP is where you take the blood and then you you know put platelets in, you stir it, it up, put it in. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's what like like uh, a QC Kinetics does. That's totally legal. It's not a problem. It's a way to get more platelet rich blood into the joints. Tiger was doing that way back when before they were doing it in the United States. Um, Tiger's at the cutting edge. Was he strong? Yes, he was. Yeah. He was a strong guy. Could he hit far? Yeah, he could hit far. Yep. Do you think golfers, do you think there are any golfers on roids right now? Or when I say roids, performance enhancing drugs? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's one in every sport. Yep. Or there are more multiple. Yeah, there's at least, well, yeah, there's at least one person on a performance enhancing drug. It, and that includes illegally taking um, uh, Adderall, which is speed. I, that's a big problem in college right now. People don't talk about it much, but there's there's colleges with with uh, with uh, psychiatrists because psychiatrists can write the prescriptions. There's colleges with psychiatrists on staff who write prescriptions like, oh, this guy's got some really bad ADHD. Here's some speed. Yeah. Before we move, make sure on, you take that right before the game. You guys are veterans to the game, been doing this a while, so you're beyond certain stuff. Uh, did you catch what happened on Connor and Beard? 
Yes, I did. When, when's the last time you guys like made a bet with with amongst yourself a show bet that was public? Do you guys remember the last time you even did that? Yeah, we bet on the Kansas game, and Lance owed me lunch and, and didn't I pay it. up forever. How long? And then you Kansas got game? your Roostar. We bet, yeah. And then I got Roostar because we went over there for lunch, and and I go, "You're buying because you still haven't paid and off I'm like, your bet." Oh yeah, that's right. So how yeah. Kansas game? What Texas Kansas? No, uh, Kansas. Duke. Duke, oh, basketball, last year, last year, oh, basketball, football, football, okay, football, I know, it sounds weird, yeah, why are you betting Duke Duke and Kansas, Duke football, (laughs) well, by the way, your guy is like hurt again, again, he's He's always always hurt, hurt. he's always, so I bring it up because I was trying to figure out, would you guys ever have subjected yourself to what Josh did, so do you, people don't know, do you have sound by any chance, yeah, why don't you get it on the other side, we're going to take a break right I here. I saw the video. Well, I didn't see video. I saw the still shots. Yeah, I saw the still shots, too. Connor and, and the Beard is the name of the show. It, Connor, Connor and Beard. beard not, and not the, the beard. beard. Yeah. Connor oh, and Beard the way, is the name of the show. We've got, we got Connor and the Beard are going to be on. Connor and Beard. And beard, not the Beard. Oh. Connor and Beard are going to be on today. And then we're going to go. But Joel won't be. Joel and uh, Jeremy won't yeah. be because we've got the Astros game. That's right. And tomorrow, what? We are going out. We are headed out to a new location, Wakefield Crowbar, tomorrow. It's in the Heights. We are? Well, not no, us. I am. Oh. Um, we are going out there. It's just uh, north of 610 on Ella. Buying everybody Coors Lights during the game. Okay. Coors Lights tomorrow, 1 o'clock. During the game, during the game tomorrow, tomorrow at Wakefield at Crowbar. Wakefield we'll Crowbar. be live from there, although we can't be live from there because we're going to have the game on. But then afterwards, Joel You're going to be live and Jeremy yeah. will be on. Correct. Right. The game, so they'll do the post If you guys don't know, we're, you should know already. We're carrying every Astros postseason game here. So we'll have today's game, which preempts the Killer Bees. And tomorrow, well, it's a 1 o'clock start. So, you know, it'll, it'll affect programming. But we will have your Astros on if you're driving around. Yeah. So uh, today, uh, well, we'll hear from... It was. It wasn't great was what happened yesterday on is their it, show. Is it more a visual or an audio thing? It, it, well, sure, well, it's well, a you visual, can, yeah. Yeah, but but you can you, we can hear what they did. It's not good. Um, right now, though, what we're going to talk about is Thursday night. So today we got Astros. Tomorrow we got Astros. Thursday night we got college football here live. West Virginia coming to town. Coach Holgerson taking on his for, former team means a lot. I mean, especially for U of H right now, they need to win badly. They need to get their first uh, Big 12 win. It's going to be at 6 p.m. at TDECU Stadium. The weather is perfect to sit outside, watch a game. Hopefully this is going to be an unforgettable night. It's blackout game, so wear black, celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Run in a special right now. Get tickets to three games for just $66. West Virginia, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. So you've got three Big 12 teams coming in here. You got three chances to go see them for just $66. Go to uhcougars.com slash tickets or call 713 go Cougs. This is a great deal. $22 to get into the stadium. It's a, a, a wonderful value. Let's get out there. Let's support this team. Let's turn this thing around. Let's start it with West Virginia on Thursday night. Tickets to three games for only $66. West Virginia, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State. uhcougars.com slash tickets or 713 go Cougs. Come ESP. early, be loud, wear black. 7.5 and 92.5.